Welcome back to Raw Vegan Lens. I'm your host, Sherry Michelle. Let's go. I'm doing so much better. <laughs> For any of you who were concerned about me, I just needed some solitude, I think. Um, I went to Animal Sit for my cousins, and um, they have a little hobby farm, and I was there for about 12 days with their dog and their cat. It was awesome. I didn't eat the greatest, um, but I just really took care of myself and did a lot of, like, dopamine-boosting activities. Um, Anything that I could think of, really, that was healthy, it was a good choice, And I strung beads on this string for every good choice I made. And that was kind of fun. And I just really took it easy. And and, um, then when I got back, I I realized actually in therapy uh, that I hadn't cried the whole time I was there. So I was definitely rounding a bend. And and then when I got back, um, I I got clean, got healthy. Um, I've been raw for 12 days now. I just um, went to a raw vegan meetup picnic today and that was fun my um, tomato basil soup was a huge hit so I gave the recipe to a bunch of people and I wanted to stay all day uh, because the last thing they were doing was a wild edibles walk but I didn't have the energy I'm realizing that um, whatever the autoimmune issue was that I've, I've dealt with twice now that first took my upper body strength and then took my lower body strength, it really has affected my energy. Um, I just kept this week, I kept putting off doing laundry over and over and over again. It's just like, I didn't have the energy when I would get home. And normally like clockwork for the last 17 years, every time I went raw by the fifth day, I had this huge surge of energy. I was good to go. I was unstoppable. That has not happened this time, which is, it makes me a little sad, but, um, I know I can get it back. I know I can get my strength back too. And the reason I know this is because of Terry Walls, Dr. Terry Walls at University of Iowa. I know I've talked about her before. She had MS, like chronic, was in a, um, inclined wheelchair and, uh, now she, you know, rides her bike and uh, rides horses and she's very active and uh, most of that is due to a ton of raw fruits and vegetables. She has a really great TED Talk if you want to look it up on YouTube. And uh, so luckily I, you know, read and studied and watched her videos for a while, some years ago. And so I've just had that in the back of my head and it's like, okay, I know I can get it back. I know I can get it back. If I didn't know this stuff, if I hadn't studied the people that I have over the years, it's just like some part of me is just so afraid I would have just been like, wow, I guess I'm just getting old and I would have like given into this or accepted it. Um, No way, man. I'm so fortunate that I was interested and, and, and have watched the people that I have because, you know, it's like you're at a fork in the road and I am not, um, willing to give in to this. So, and I know it's, it's definitely getting better. Gosh, um, when I first, first had this, this second bout at the end of May, 
right before my niece died, um, it just wiped me out. Like all I could do was take care of those dogs and cats and, and on the sit I was on and uh, I just couldn't do anything else. I had no energy, no strength. It's just, and then I think it was sheer adrenaline that got me from, from Tennessee to Iowa when my niece died because I had been so sick for three days. Um, so I definitely have come a long way from that. Um, I met some interesting people today, though, at the meetup. Um, they, that group isn't as active as it used to be. But I thought, like, if I could just have one raw buddy, um, it would make a big difference. Um, I did have dinner with some friends this week. I really haven't seen any friends other than in Iowa since my niece died. Um, just family a little bit. Um, but I babysat for some friends of friends and then we all had dinner together and I was so surprised because my friend Mishi, um, asked me, you know, like what my dietary needs or restrictions were. And I said, I'll just cut up some fruit in a bowl and I'll be fine. And instead she went to my favorite restaurant, Chicago raw and got like three entrees and a dessert and just, she's like, I went overboard, but, and I was like, Oh my God, that's so supportive. Like, God, that's just it's so huge when somebody does something like that for me. Um, my cousin in Colorado, when I was traveling, she, um, she had all these juices she'd bought for me. She knew I was juicing and it was just so sweet. I don't know if you remember that, but I'm just blown away when people do something so supportive like that. Just a little bit goes a long way when it comes to support. So, um, that was huge. That was a really great surprise. And, um, and also they wanted to know more about raw. They know I've been, you know, trying to do it for, you know, the whole time they've known me, which has been, let's see, since 2018, I think, um, when I met them. Um, and so they know I'm always like, you know, working at it. And, um, his, um, husband's, um, he's Indian. And so like, um, he was saying that his sugar's high and his wife's sugar's high and, and that uh, all the males in his family have diabetes. So I was like, Oh yeah, it's, you know, same, like it's, uh, you know, it's a big reason why I'm doing what I'm doing now. So, uh, by the way, my blood sugar is coming down quite a bit. I did fast for two days, but mostly I've just been, I've just been raw for 12 days. Uh, so actually I was I was, um, fasting for those first two days. Technically that's still raw. Um, so yeah, it's come way down. I've got a ways to go. I'm at like 170 for blood sugar, I think. Um, so I got to get that down below a hundred. And I think what's happened with my doctor, like I kept saying, like, I got to get this under control before, um, my doctor gets back from maternity leave in August. Well, August has come and gone. I think what happened lucky for me is that I kind of fell between the cracks on her maternity leave. They assigned me to another doctor and I think I just got lost in the shuffle. So it's bought me some time. So I have probably another month, I bet too. And I think that's really all I need is to get this. Um, yeah, another month or so. And I'll have this back under a hundred, um, for blood sugar and, and, uh, then I'll go see her. 
The other big news is that I took a job uh, with an airline again. So I start that on the 18th uh, of September here. And um, I really think it's a good move for me. I think it's going to be very challenging at first. I'm going to be a ramp agent again. Um, so I'll be on the tarmac. Uh, I, If I can, I'm going to um, bid on marshalling planes instead of uh, moving luggage uh, like I did before. But um, you never know. I have to be prepared for some really physical work. I think it's a good move for me. Um, of course, I love the flight benefits, but I also wanted more structure in my life for a while um, while I get uh, good at trading. And I also um, wanted some physical work. Like, uh, I don't want to just keep sitting more and more and more as I age, which is what we tend to do. Uh, I really wanted to push myself. So that is the plan. And um, I apologize that it's not the quietest recording, but I just wanted to touch base with you guys and know, like, I know the last uh, podcast wasn't the most uplifting and I just really wasn't in a good place, but I think it's important to be honest, be transparent. We've all lost people close to us. And, um, you know, my niece was my person. We were just super, super, super close. And I still miss her every day. I still talk to her every day. Um, We're going to see John Edward at the end of September. Um, I've had a lot of neat experiences. A lot of neat signs from her. Um, Mostly mostly nature. Um, But I've been dive-bombed by a a swallowtail butterfly, by a monarch. (laughs) by a dragonfly like I mean that just doesn't happen that often you know but and I see one right now I see a dragonfly um I see her initials all the time um yeah like probably 20 times a day at least I see her initials so that's pretty cool and um and of course, the EVPs have been doing electronic voice phenomena recordings, you know, and um, have gotten some really neat messages from her. So if you ever want to try that, Sherry Pearl, P-E-R-L-S-H-E-R-I, just like my name, P-E-R-L.com. She does them for free. She will um, do a recording with your loved one. I've actually talked to my dog also, Kylie, who we lost um, several years ago. Um, so if you are missing, um, an animal or a person, check it out. You just go to our website and you can see there's a tutorial on how to do EVPs yourself. And after I had the session with her, I thought, well, I'm going to try it again because I thought, um, it just felt like looking for a needle in a haystack at that point. I felt like I didn't know what I was doing, but after seeing her do it, it's like, well, let me try it again. And that night I recorded the one that still sounds so much like her um, out of all of them that we have. Sherry Pearl was able to record 23 messages from Devin for my niece, Nikki and I. And, um, and I've probably recorded 30 messages from her since. And, um, it's really neat. And I've talked to my dad and, um, my sister and, you know, what's really cool. I know this is way off topic, but when I was in hypnotherapy school, we learned, um, how to kind of rewrite a traumatic 
event, a memory, by like playing it again, but with your adult self there to protect you, like it's from your childhood and, and, um, and just like rewriting it, like how you wish it would have gone. And so I started doing that with some things that I regretted from my childhood with my sister, memories that, I mean, basically, when my sister was a toddler, she would get up in the middle of the night and play by herself in the toy room in the dark. And then she would come into my room and fall asleep on the floor next to my bed on the carpeting. I wouldn't even know she was there, but in the morning I'd wake up and my mother would get so upset when she would do this. So I would be like, quick, quick before she wakes up, you know, and I would tell her to run back to her room and she would, but my mother always seemed to find out. And so she put a lock on the outside of her door, which looking back, it's like, I don't really understand that. She wasn't doing anything wrong. She wasn't in danger. She, she wasn't hurting anything. And I don't really think it's safe to put a a lock on a child's door and lock them in their room. So I started, um, in my mind, just as I was working throughout the day, I would, um, rewrite the scenario and I would imagine that um, I would wake up when my sister would come in my room and instead of having her sleep on the floor I would let her come into my bed and and then um, if my you know mother found out in the morning we would just say that my sister was helping me pick out my outfit for school that day and just make it like you know just cover cover ourselves you know um, so that there's really nothing for my mother to be upset about um, You know, it's just something I never thought of when I was a kid. We were afraid of her. She was very unpredictable. So I just kept playing that over and over. And interestingly enough, I was recording some EVPs for my, with Devin. And a message came through that said, Cindy steps forward, which I didn't even know they talked like that. I know mediums talk like that, but I didn't know that. It's just weird. It said, Cindy steps forward and says, you loved me right. And I just had had so much guilt about, I wish, you know, I, all the time she, you know, I want to say stole my clothes, borrowed my clothes, whatever. I mean, there were six years between us, you know, she would wear my clothes to school, my earrings to school, like, you know, all that stuff. And it's like at the time I would get upset, but now it's just like, I wish I just would have shared with her, like, who the hell cares? You know, like if I had it to do all over again, I wish I would have just been her buddy, you know? Um, so to get that message from my sister and amongst the messages from Devin was incredible. And, um, (laughs) the funniest message I've gotten from Devin, her humor does come through is, um, my niece Nikki and her were supposed to get matching tattoos for years. They were going to do this and they were going to do this right around Devin's birthday, but then Devin died. And so Nikki just recently went ahead and got the tattoo and she said, ask her what she thinks of my tattoo. And so there were like a bunch of messages in there, like should have been there. And, um, she said my birthday, she said, um, then she said, come on, bitch, beam me up. (laughs) And that is so Devin. And the, the tattoo is of a little alien's face. And I just thought, oh my God, that is so cool that her humor is coming through. And um, it just made me really happy. So 
some of these messages are just undeniably clear. Um, you know, and Sherry Pearl's been doing this for a really long time. I have just started and I can only do them like once every couple of weeks because for some reason it makes me really tired. It's kind of like you're, you're listening very intently. It's kind of trancey, you know, I slip into trance pretty easy anyway. So just like listening to the same second, cause you have to listen a second at a time to isolate these words because they're spirit doesn't have vocal cords they don't have a voice box it's they're manipulating sound energy to form words and they're manipulating sound energy from the background sound you record so you ask them question then you play this gibberish and then in when you play back the gibberish in between there are words that come through and it's um the first time that someone recorded an EVP, they were actually recording bird sounds. And when they played it back later, they heard human voices between. So um, white noise doesn't work really well, but human gibberish, there are recordings that you can um, download from her site. Um, she uses one that's like her, her grandson, like counting backwards one to 10. So she knew there were no possible words in there. But even if you listen to the gibberish by yourself, you can tell there are no words in there. Um, However, when you ask a question and then you play the gibberish and you wait for the answers to come in there, when you play it back, there are different messages in there each time, even though you're using the same gibberish recording underneath. So they're definitely manipulating the sound energy. It's fascinating stuff. I've always thought it was very interesting. I had just not known how to do it myself before. I highly recommend it. It's been very healing. So yeah, I've done a lot of things to help myself heal and that's really all you can do. It's just, it takes time. It's still really shocking to me that she's gone. It's so, you know, especially when that's like your best friend and the person you talk to about metaphysical things and people on the other side. We were always talking about her mom because that was my sister, my baby sister and her mom and all the signs we were getting from her. And now, now Devin's there too. And it's like, you know, when I use the dousing rods, I'm like, I just want to say to her, like, what are you doing over there? Like, get back over here. Because that's how we were talking to her mom sometimes. It's just bizarre. But we're all doing a little better. The whole family is just doing a little better, little by little. You know, what can you do? Like, you have to... Some of her messages, she said it more than once, are be happy. And, um... So, that's what we should do. She's also... She was always pushing me to write, and she... One of her messages that Sherry Pearl gave us was, um... Beautiful book, and, and she's proud of me. Um... Makes me think I need to get back to writing and finish the the sequel to Swallowtail. So hopefully uh, I will be doing that soon. Um, but right now I just am really focused on on raw. And tomorrow I start adding walking to to that equation, so that hopefully um, I'm getting my strength and my stamina back and that's what I want it's what's most important right now because I don't want to be dependent on anyone I want to be independent 
and free and I want to travel. I have flight benefits now, so um, I have friends and family that I want to see and while these will be much shorter trips, um, I'm okay with that. Anyway, I just wanted to touch base with you guys and let you know, hey, what do you know? I've been raw for 12 days. <laughs> Finally, she's she's at it again. So I feel like I have a really good handle on it now. And I do feel like I'm doing it for the right reasons. And it's it's crunch time. It's important. I'm monkeyed around with it for years and years and years. And now I don't have the luxury of monkeying around with it anymore. I need to really um, make the most of this tool that I'm lucky enough to have learned how to use. So I would I would include fasting in that too because um, I'm still, like I said, I think I'll, I'll fast one or two days a week just because it, it, it kind of gives that um, cleansing a nice a nice bump, you know, like a little boost. So that's how I see it. That's just me. I love you guys. I know you could have done a lot of things with this time, but you chose to be here with me and I appreciate that. It means a lot to me. And wherever you are on your raw journey, I'm cheering you on from the bottom of my heart. Know that you're going in the right direction. Love you guys.